0: All right, we're joined with Anwar, the man Acosta. Acosta, is that close enough? Acosta, yeah. Acosta, okay. Uh, and Ben, as per usual, um, Anwar is here to kind of give us an idea of, you know, what he thought of our feedback, um, and maybe you know, give some of his hot takes about the league. Uh, Anwar, thanks for uh, joining us.
1: Love to be here, gentlemen. <laughs>
0: Hi, Anwar.
2: <laughs> uh, Anwar, how are you feeling about your team this offseason, man?
1: You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Uh, it's uh, good to be a Schrodinger team, I guess. It's uh, what I've been called in the past. Uh, looks like people don't know what I'm doing with it, which uh, it's probably, honestly, where you want to be, I would think, before like, all is said and done, but... Switch their
0: own. Every the first matchup. Who, who are you playing for, for uh, week one? Is the uh, the, the lineup out? out? I believe they are, unless the they're schedule gonna the schedule
2: is up to date. Uh, sorry, I didn't know if it was.
1: It, I, I was curious about that. Did not he like reset like a week before last time or something?
2: I thought Nick had to like this is the by default schedule, and I think he had his own like custom one.
1: Yeah, for, is it to make sure.
2: Um, I think it's, like, well, he just makes sure that we play everybody in our division twice, plus, like, outside of our division. Um, I don't know if he did, like, division-to-division matchups. I think that's what he did. Like, every division has, like, some other division partner that they play against. Or maybe it's just every, it's, I think it's everybody in the league once. I think that's right. Sorry. I just keep talking. (laughs) Got it.
1: Is the, and what's the plan on new, uh, divisions? Because, It's every three
2: years, right? Or something like that. It's a good question. I was going to ask the same thing, but I completely forgot about
0: it. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, If it is, I feel like that is kind of weird. Mostly because, like, let's say you're in a division where you have someone who's absolutely dominating. And it's tough to kind of break through to that number one. And then, right as you're about to come into your like dynasty mode, um, you know, you switch divisions and maybe you get put up against another tough cookie. Could be annoying potentially, but maybe it's not something we really we really care about. Maybe based
1: on record or something. I, I remember there was talk about like some people having an immediate walk-in based on tanking, changing, and. But at the same time, we didn't want to have one that was, like, all the best teams, and then just one of them passes kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't
0: know. It's pretty anti-fun if you have, like, a team that's just doing really poorly in your, in your division. Um, mostly because it's just, like, all right, well, like, that division is even, barely, like, barely competitive. But with potential points, we've discussed this on previous podcasts, I believe it will fix it a little bit, where people have no disincentive to, like... Um, not start their best players. So,
1: yeah, I think that was uh, probably one of the best additions we've done so far. I think so.
0: So, speaking of divisions, uh, who's going to win yours? You know, Lepar is definitely, it's, I mean,
1: me, Ben, and Lepar. Ben is very vocal about being in more of a building, rebuilding stage. So, probably between me and Lepar, I mean, Lepard last year was. Insane. This year, he made a lot of changes. He's probably still the strongest guy, but I mean, I think people sleep on how insane Tyreek Hill and Dalvin Cook are. So I put it put it past it. I I do.
0: Those guys. Yeah, your, keep you your
2: your team could definitely. Like, they have some pretty high ceilings. Like those guys. Like they they all three of them could be league winners, right? Like last year, they probably if you. What what was your failure in the playoffs last year? Right, because I feel like those guys like had great ends to the season. I don't remember what happened.
1: I think the one game that they didn't score a lot of points, I lost, and it was in the playoffs. But literally mm. the next day, it was uh, it was me against Lapar and whoever was in the I don't know who it was, but either me or Lapar could have beat any other team. We just happened to play each other for the third spot.
2: Yeah, the championship game was like a pathetic game where I won and I think I scored like 113 points or something. It was bad.
0: Yeah, I remember that. You busted your nut to beat Lepar's team to get to the <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, I gave it all up for uh, the last round win.
0: So, so let's go back to the Schrodinger's cat thing. Schrodinger's team. Um, you had mentioned that you kind of like being a team that is both, you know, you're not sure if he's competing or rebuilding. Uh, Does that give you a competitive advantage? And if so, like, you know, I guess to reword that, you know, what is the benefit of that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's pretty apparent that people like thinking what you're doing in in terms of their trading tactics. I think the league overall is still pretty... um, We're still in the early stages of what trading is going to look like in the upcoming years. You know, hopefully we'll stay here for another five, ten years. So I I think we're all still kind of experimenting what the value of a first pick, the value of a player is. And I think just people not knowing if you're rebuilding or competing kind of, it's very evident. evident in the messages that I get and I mean we all know the whole Kevin scandal which <laughs> by the way I think it was more Kevin than yes. anyone else. Uh, but he was the I think it like <laughs> um yeah I think just like people not knowing if you're competing or not it depends on how aggressive they are with their offers or counter offers.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. So you could think that you know someone might come at you with a certain offer because they think you're rebuilding, but in reality, uh, you know you, you don't want them to know what you want exactly, right? you you want you want them to not know your valuation of players, and I can see the advantage of that.
1: Um, yeah, I think so, especially um probably the most uh, the one point in my strategy or way of looking at this league that's different from people is I'm not that big of a fan of a long rebuild cycle. I, I think i I mean, we just did this with the new uh, possible points change, but we don't really know what changes are going to happen in the league in a year or even two. So I think it's more... There's more wheels in knowing how you can win this league and make it happen and go for it, rather than banking on two versus three versus four years, depending on the best way to win. Then, because for example, last year I would say Kevin did a great job of exploiting a weakness of the tanking system. Now that's not really there. So like, what the point of tanking right now is not really as exploitable. There, there's always a way that you can kind of come up top, and you don't really know what that's gonna be as rules and.
0: Players change. Well, he did end up with a third pick. Uh, so maybe the- <laughs> from forgetting <laughs> to set his lineup. So so maybe so maybe maybe he exploited first year, but he was basically a pioneer in tanking, and that he was the first one to do it. But mm-hmm. once we realized how easy it was and how bad for the league it was to have people just like tanking, right? Like it. it, it I think the writing was on the wall after that one that one week where I blew up on Kevin, told him that I didn't want him in the league and and whatnot. Um, (laughs) Which, uh,
1: I'll be honest, Joan, I had that written down. Uh, People keep saying the drama between me and Kevin. I never threw our words or anything of
0: the sort. (laughs) Well, you know what? It just shows how much I care about the league. It's pure passion. (laughs) When things like that slip, it's absolutely acts of passion. (laughs) all right (laughs) i'm sitting here every week recording these things keeping a pulse on the league i care okay and you know when someone is kevin was driving a dagger in between the kidneys of the league okay okay well i
1: i think that's his uh strategy right and that's kind of what i'm getting at so we all know his trading tactics in the back. He's telling, Hey, how much for this, something work where, and in the front he's marketing against it. So in the subconscious, people are thinking the value of a player is something else. So that's pretty, uh, you know, people do conduct their business the way they want to. Right. But I think it's just pretty <laughs> visible. And I was looking back at, uh, your guys's podcast for like two weeks ago. I think, uh, you brought it up and it's like, all right, I mean is it really beneficial or like are you just kinda setting up the tone when people are trading to you in the Mhm. I
2: think we yeah. lost you and, on that last one. But but you're back now, we can we can hear you and see you. Um I agree with that. Like if you have a lot of like Drama that you create that is not just like fun, right? If it's just like angry, like people are not gonna really want to do deals with you. Like Anwar, you and I, I feel like we've been in our inboxes maybe at least once every two weeks for like (laughs) for a while. Just just like just like poking poking around, see what we're thinking. (laughs) So like having like at least at least. Business or better relationships is if you want to get like decent value and get trades done. Like no one's gonna try and deal with you if you're not fun to like even respond to.
1: <laughs> well, I I really wonder if someone is holding off on giving Kevin a trade that he would go for in fear of being blasted about what the conversation was.
0: <laughs> well, yeah? I will say in the off season I was I was I was in quarterback deals with them. I guess we're still in the off season, but I was talking to him about a quarterback, running back, trade, or maybe it was a pick. This was prior to the draft. And I remember being like, I can't be the first one. I can't be the (laughs) one that like – so what I was actually trying to do, which is very funny, it didn't happen. I was trying to get a third person involved so that in reality it would look like they were trading and I was really getting what I wanted, right? So two trades would go down and then I would trade. But that didn't happen. Um, But trades have happened at this point with Kevin, right? (laughs) Uh, Kirk Cousins got dealt. Baker got dealt, right?
1: Tua finally
0: moved hands.
1: Yeah,
2: Those two.
0: Tua it, yeah.
1: was uh, a whole chapter of its own book. I would say. I, I would. <laughs> I would like to see how many people got a DM about Tua being the best next thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I like Tua actually. This camp, he's been getting some pretty good news. I feel like.
0: So, yeah, he's definitely
1: promising, and you know, in our league for one reason or another, we value young quarterbacks so much that, I mean, there's
0: something there. Mm-hmm. So let's get down to brass tacks. The 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 last blowout you and Kevin had in the chat, it came about because he thought you were valuing Deshaun Watson too high. Yeah. Do you think that, whether or not you were, you were not, do you think that simply you valuing one of your players at a certain value was warranted the response from Kevin.
1: Uh, no, I mean, I, we all know supply and demand, right? Uh, <laughs> when there's uh, the supply of only one the, and there's demand, you said the value. That's kind of how economics and sales works.
0: Um, and you're in sales, right?
1: I am uh, in sales, that's correct.
0: Do you think that's helped you at all in your negotiations negotiations with Kevin?
1: Uh, I mean, it helps me in realizing that <laughs> prices are whatever you want, right? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I sell MRIs or X rays. I show it a customer dollars to one. I show it to another customer for. Prices are very arbitrary. <laughs> We're gonna
0: have to bleep out those numbers, dude. This is going on the internet. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, please do. <laughs> All right, I'll mark it down. Um, but anyways, uh, but you...
1: yeah, I mean, back to your ba- back to your point. Dad. Did I think it was unprompted? Sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's not like I was reaching out. He said, "Hey, what's the It what's the prize, dude?" Uh, my response was and i'm pretty sure i copied and pasted it was lol are you trying to get like a bargain here you're not gonna get that because like what's the price like okay here's the price and the house gets thrown out you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. uh again i think uh if you're asking for a price you gotta be prepared to hear it
0: (laughs) okay all right that makes sense
2: what what are you thinking like are you are you prepared for Watson to sit out a year and then you're just happy with like having how good of a quarterback he is because he was absolutely ridiculous and I I personally think like at worst he would be out two years like at worst I don't I don't think he'll be out of the league I think there's like almost no chance
1: yeah I mean have you guys uh you see the latest FBI are partnering with Deshaun Watson Um uh, seems like they're trying to flip the coin on Tony Bosby. so who freaking knows at this point? But I agree with you in the sense that I think at worst, like truly worse, it will be two years. And even then, I think in two years, he'll be, what, 27? Being a talent pretty hard to find, to be honest. So yeah, I'm fine with whatever happens with him. I'm happy to trade him as well, but I'm not going to trade him for Tua.
0: <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like... Maybe that's this is a blessing in disguise for Watson because uh, it'll finally allow his ribs to heal from all the absolute poundings he took from the shitty Houston uh, offensive line.
2: And did you just look up that joke?
0: No, I didn't. I came up with it just now.
2: Did, did you? <laughs> it sounded like you're reading it.
0: No, I just... What the hell? It's not Sorry. on this paper. <laughs> just timestamps. <laughs>
1: all right uh yeah no but i mean the whole case i've been of course keeping a sort of a close eye eye on it probably not as much as kevin funny enough but i guess now they're trying to flip the coin that there's extortion going on so who freaking knows
0: what do you think i did google deshaun watson jokes i i i like the i like the um
2: names of the two lawyers though i laugh every time i look up the case because it's it's tony busby versus rusty (laughs) harden it's like these the two lawyers that like have those names on that case
1: have you guys uh and i don't know if you can show it on the screen of the video but have you seen tony busby's instagram you're like (laughs) <laughs> You're looking at uh, Dan Bilzerian if he was a lawyer.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm making a note of to put it in here. I I will put it in there along with bleeping uh, your MRI well, MRI uh, cost. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Someone's gonna find it.
0: <laughs> to be fair, these these YouTube videos are unlisted. So, um, and and also like our SEO is so bad on Spotify. I I like. Looked up my own damn name, and I couldn't even find the podcast. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Oh, but yeah,
1: I think that'll actually make the video pretty funny.
0: It seems like like here's what here's what this feels like right now is visual meme. There's the uh, this is fine dog with like the fire and everything, and like that's the Deshaun Watson case, and you're just cooling outside, just on the beach you know, with like a Mai Tai, you're not even worried about that fire that's going on inside. You're just waiting for it to blow over and you'll be ready when he's ready to go.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we, again, like I started the podcast saying, I'm more of a, you kind of need to always be competing. You never know what's going to be next year. But at the end of the day, it's this is a long run. So waiting two years, it's not really the end of the day.
2: Mm -hmm. I think your team has to be, like pretty bad to do a two year rebuild right like i i'm in your camp is that like i think people should generally like see how good their team is for one year or maybe you can sell people off early as like a form of tanking like thinking you're not going to be able to put it together like before that year's draft but still you're looking at worst like two drafts two rookie drafts and then you should be back in it like if you have to do three rookie drafts your team would have to be terrible
1: and i would really question like why you're in the league for i mean just paying fees three years in a
2: row <laughs> yeah i mean i i want it so i have a lot of uh i guess rebuilding time ready i'll just rebuild until all the all the funds are gone
1: <laughs> that is uh so can we talk about that what's the like pod ad for winning three in a row right now is it like pretty substantial or
2: no nah, it's well it's it's a decent chunk of money but it's only it's 300 bucks like it'll okay. it'll be nice to get but it's not like ridiculous you said it'll, be, bucks. it'll
1: yeah. be nice once it gets to something where it's like okay we're all in win it because we don't want to lose ten thousand dollars pot kind of thing you
2: know <laughs> <laughs> yeah we would have to start upping how much we're adding to it because that'd be a hundred years <laughs> You know? I, or, or are we or are we putting our dynasty leagues into our will to our children?
0: I am for sure. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I know Nick was talking about it. Uh sounds like there's a lot of people trying to join.
0: Oh yeah.
2: I mean I'll have to it, write up a living will though, so pass it on to who I want to take it.
0: As much as like we hey. talk about the Shadow League stuff, there are a lot of people who like the way our league is run. Which is good, right? Like it means that we're doing something right. Um but having talked with Nick about a possible relegation league, I just think that we need to keep what's working right now. <laughs> I think what would be cool would be if we had, if we maybe used, like, took a couple of our, our, our people and, like, put them in the second league and, like, they could, you know, if someone wanted to be in two dynasty leagues, but it's just so tough to, like, have any sort of, like, system like that, right?
1: It would be so difficult. I think... Um one way or another, the same team would be relegated every year. If you're just transferring players over.
0: Yeah, I don't... Yeah. yeah.
2: But it doesn't... It's too hard to figure out, and I don't really want to be in two dynasty. Well, two dynasty leagues with the same people doesn't make sense to me.
0: Well, I don't think that would be the case. I think it would be completely a different group of people. Um, That's the whole point, right? You You have some people that Nick know, that want to join, we ha- we have a couple of people that we know that want to join. Um, some of my dad's friends want to join. You know, that's never, that's not going to be feasible ever. <laughs> We're not going to lose half of our dynasty <laughs> league, right? So just have them join another league. And if we had a couple from our league, you know, I don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough. It's tough. Maybe it would
1: be very hard to coordinate. I think.
2: Yeah. Nick could just commission this second league, and he could have that as a like a job.
0: If he's listening to this, he's go, he's just saying to himself, "Hell no!" <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I think that's a really good point. I, I definitely I was trying to make a joke of it, probably the first year we played, but with like impeachment and get this commissioner out, but. I don't think with Nick, without Nick, this would be very much impossible to do. I think part of it working the way it is is because he's kind of he's making it work. I feel like other people would probably be softer or too hard, and there wouldn't be enough of uh, the fun of the
0: league with it. Yeah, for sure. I think Nick's done a great job. I think if he feels that he's stressed, I have told him multiple times, feel free to delegate stuff to people. Um, I think with the, this year, I, I kind of took a little bit of the like the draft responsibilities and getting that going so um you know we're we're uh we're a team at the end of the day right we're all competing but at the end of the day if we if we want to get stuff done we just need to talk to each other so well the other not th- about
1: we are all competing <laughs> <laughs>
0: football, all right man. on our who who's not competing <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's many there's many all right the, I
2: the other thing we were talking about is like we could have like term limit for commissioner if we wanted which uh, i don't i mean that's kind of weird but we could also he could also step down and like we could put it to a vote like a full league vote of next commissioner you could even we could even have a campaign debate
0: (laughs) i kind of i kind of like the idea of one like like uh different branches right so you have an executive branch who's like he does the rulings on like if like bullshit collusion's happening or rule changes like he's the guy running the show on that and then you would have someone almost like running um like the i would call it like a social division like things like (laughs) like well i mean even that too like someone kind of coordinating drafts and like get togethers and um things of that sort maybe even like a discord watch party one week where we all get into like a voice call and watch the game like red zone together um I think if we delegated out tasks like Wait, that...
2: One more, Jonah, because I think this idea is brilliant. I'm not joking, but I think the idea is brilliant. And the other branch is the congressional who handles all rule changes, so that any rule changes that people want will act like it'll just be one person that can handle like all of them, and you can have more focus on it when it's not part of the commissioner role. Right. Yeah. And then... So those three can come together for anything that is like questionable or if they think that it like one person shouldn't make the decision on it. And then it's also an odd number
0: if you have three. For sure. And I'll, I'll take over social for sure. I mean, I, I'm just, I mean.
1: I'll, uh, two comments on that. Um, yeah. One, I think it would be actually pretty funny as I was thinking about it Every year, you like someone to be the treasurer, and they get to invest the money in the pot in whatever <laughs> stock or crypto they want. Who knows at the end of the
2: year? The, <laughs> di- the dynasty know. pot. <laughs> Every year.
0: <laughs> oh my God! You put it into like a shit coin. <laughs> like I know we're not. We don't have a payout this year, but we have a lot of cat coin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, we should, I mean, like, that's something that, like, I'm sure Nick would be down with, because, I mean, one commissioner to do it all is just daunting. And I think that was indicative of, uh, like, this off season when, you know, Nick's trying to plan a wedding, and he's trying to do school and work, and I was like, I'll take the draft thing off your hands. I think that's when I realized, like, huh, let's maybe rethink the way we organize things. Um, so, I'll write that down. We'll, we'll have to talk yeah,
1: about Yeah, it's that a soon. good idea for sure.
0: Um, I think one thing i would really like though is like a i don't know if it doesn't have to be week one but if we all got on discord for week one for our matchups and we were all like watching red zone together i think that could be really cool
1: i think that would be awesome too uh there's definitely some uh partnerships throughout the league babe, but it would be great if uh people got to know each other more and more i think that would probably uh, make more traits happen yeah one, you know instead of going to your go-to's
0: Um, When Broomball finally makes it back to his hometown, which I live in, I'm about to track him down. I'm going to be driving around (laughs) Minneapolis begging through text that Broomball meets up with me. (laughs) Uh, That's a
1: really good idea. Uh, Especially with, I mean, you commented on it, but the Shadow League is real. You guys keep hiding behind it, but okay well,
0: let's clarify we shadow walk. league what are you, do you mean shadow league as in there is a part of the league that is hiding information from the rest of the league
1: oh yeah there's a cult <laughs> in the league there's uh a lot of sauce that I... new generations call it <laughs> I, a lot I, of i'm, sauce.
2: I'm con- confused by this because i have no clue who you're referring to <laughs>
1: Oh, the shadowing knows. The shadowing knows (laughs) what I'm talking about. This uh, four way trades at three in the morning.
0: uh, Oh. Very interesting
2: how
1: all all these conversations. happen through probably the shittiest messaging platform app out there
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is just a product of like some people in the league hanging out more than others but i think you touched on it we should have more interleague hangouts it's just when we live all across the country now especially during covid like half if you think about it half of the duration of our league you know we were in a pandemic and i would say we probably still are right now but it's easier to travel now um So, like, meeting up, you know, Justin's in Albuquerque, Ben's in Phoenix, uh, Broomball Ben is in California, you're in Chicago, Kevin's in Chicago, we have some in Madison, we have some in Minneapolis. I mean, in the winter, I mean, especially for those in the cold weather going south, it's basically a one-like situation. You tell me that, you know, some people are watching games down there, and I'm on a plane.
2: We could could be together, yeah, and – California, New Mexico, Arizona—one of those. One of those.
0: Where does uh, Ben Broomball Ben live in California? Monterey. Isn't that in Where is Ben in New Mexico?
1: No, it's uh, it's out of San Francisco. I don't know, like, if it's one hour or five hours south of San Francisco, but okay. Yeah, I mean, California is bigger than
0: okay. All right, all right. Well, let's let's take it back a little bit. Let's, before, before we talk for a half hour about random shit, which I'm actually very much enjoying, um, you know, as far as your team, we touched on Deshaun Watson, but, you know, we haven't talked, and we talked a little bit about Tyreek and Dalvin. Um, we've asked this to every kind of... Hold on, before I forget. Sure. Can I
1: bring something up about the Shadow League? I yeah. Did a bit, I did <laughs> Absolutely. a little experiment to prove the Shadow League oh that God. no one realized. Okay. Except for Grumball, Bank, because I called him and I told him this is bullshit. There's a shadow leak happening. (laughs) I had three to four people reaching out to me about the exact same trade, And I offered completely bullshit things to the four of them. And it all got back in such a way that I was like, these assholes are talking to each other. (laughs) So, ever ever since, I'm probably talking to four... To five people at a time three of those people are. i'm just bullshitting because you know the shadow league is talking to each other
0: what the <laughs> hell
1: with kevin however he's not part of the shadow league so he's mm-hmm. getting me raw wait Kevin oh. out of the shadow league kevin is not in the shadow league <laughs> okay i feel he like <laughs> But he chooses to to part
0: ways. (laughs) I feel like if you rotated your camera just a little bit to the left, like 20 degrees, you'd see like a Charlie Kelly and always Sony in Philadelphia, like conspiracy yarn (laughs) paper all over your bulletin board. (laughs) And it'd just be like discovering the Shadow League. All
1: too convenient. And I'm pretty sure one of these times, Jonah, you were the one that I just had to test this out. I called you asking about a trade that I had never talked to you about. I was like, hey, so what do you think of the trade we're talking about? And you completely knew what I was talking about.
0: Oh, was talking about. Oh, Shadow League exposed. Shadow
2: league. <laughs> Shadow league doesn't exist. Everybody it, knows that. It
0: seems like you're <laughs> you're mixing two things. There is people talking to other people about trades that have been proposed, and then there's Shadow League. What is the difference between the two? Because Just because Ben tells me about a trade that you two were talking about doesn't that's not proof of a shadow leak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, uh... <laughs> I think four-way trade at four in the morning is a great example.
0: Uh, they lost your... Oh, is your bike still there? Uh, yeah. You... Yeah, yeah. The AirPods die? Yeah,
2: the
1: AirPods die. Oh, no.
0: We can hear you now. We can still hear you. Can you hear
1: me all right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give it a minute or two and it'll charge
0: up. Oh, yeah. Those babies charge up fast. Um, Dude,
1: so, I hate Apple. They do great. Thanks.
0: So one thing, one question I, I I would have is, what are, so can people talk to each other about trades that are offered from, or is that bad manners? Like, what, what can you say to other people? I mean, like, I certainly, certainly don't want to be accused of being in the Shadow League in the future.
1: I mean, I think that's fine I, as long as it's. Uh, I think what I mean by the Shadow League is uh, when you have a subset of whatever, 12 people, but in reality, there's a subset of six allying or sharing every single trade going on in the league and helping each other out in the negotiation, knowing that you have other trades with the exact same person, that's collusion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the advantage of a situation.
0: I see.
2: I don't think anybody does try and, like, mislead people on trades when giving advice, though. I mean, I certainly wouldn't do that. Um, but people don't really talk that much specifics, at least with me, about the exact trades that they're doing. I don't think. I also sound like I'm trying to make a case right now that I'm not in the Shadow (laughs) League, but I am definitely in this supposed Shadow League. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. I feel like I'm a, yours and I's dialogue have has been pretty open. You know, anytime I feel like I need to call you, I can call you. So would that not put you in the Shadow League too? Oh, if no, you I'm get not. if you get if you get information <laughs> that is an extension of the Shadow League, are you not in the Shadow League?
1: <laughs>
0: you know, the Shadow League is something that I wish
1: I comprehended. All <laughs> their roots are definitely deeper than I than I thought.
0: <laughs> oh jeez, I'm gonna need. I mean, like here's the thing: is I feel like if you try to draw it on paper, you wouldn't be able to convey everything you wanted to convey on paper because it's some of it is so, somewhat ethereal, like it just kind of exists, you know.
1: Yeah, I need to start doing recording, and I'll bring the evidence for.
0: <laughs> need to record frequencies, you know, like in the sleeper chat. <laughs> See if there's another frequency that you're not picking up on. <laughs> Uh, um, okay. Well, do you want to talk about your team? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <Bring it. laughs> All right. Um, I was gonna say Ben so, would take the lead, the but way. he just left the chair, so I'll take the lead, or you take how- the lead. <laughs> on the
1: Sleeper desktop app, I know how to do it on the phone, but how can what I? What are look you looking at- for? I want to just look at my team on the Sleeper desktop.
2: If you're on if you're on desktop, I'll send you a link just to get a better view of your team. It's it's like a third party thing that they rank your league, uh, but it actually shows your players in like a proper format. Okay, and I'll send you the link. <laughs> Wait a minute, the me and you were dude was on Discord was playing Among Us. That's our only message was an Among Us lobby code. <laughs>
0: Nice. You know what? I would say that's sus. Anwar's in the Shadow (laughs) League. (laughs) Anwar
2: was in the Shadow League. You
0: say that's an Among Us code, but could that be a code to a private group chat invite? It could be. Sorry, I gotta feed the cat real quick.
2: Is that is that what was bothering you? Was like why you're bending over is because she kept bothering you. Yeah,
0: she's out of control right
2: now. What's up with how thick she is? She wants to get more thick, apparently. How <laughs> how <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll enable. Hmm. What is how many lbs is your cat, Jonah?
0: Uh, under sixty for sure. Under
2: sixty. Um, Have you weighed her recently?
0: I think she was like. 11 when we got her, so she's got to be like 13 now. 30, I'd say. <laughs>
2: 30. So, Anwar, you've had proper time to see your team. What are your thoughts? What are your, actually, what are your thoughts on uh, Logan Thomas? He got that nice contract. What are your expectations out of him this year?
1: Yeah, so that was a very interesting person to follow, actually, because I was reading to him and Fitzpatrick. It looks like they are hitting it off. And when I look at, I mean, Thomas has not been impressive at all. He's kind of old, but at the same time, last year he was pretty good when I watched him play, so I think he's going to be a good guy to have as my tight end. And to be honest, I I still have Gronk, which he Mm -hmm. scores touchdowns like (laughs) it's no one's business. So I feel pretty good on the tight end spot. I also feel like the tight end spot, other than Kelsey or – you know, there there's not really as explosive guys out there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Like, there's basically, for me, like, a top three of tight ends. And then after that, like, there are tiers, but they're not dependable, right? Like, right. you have someone like Tanyan, who Jonah has, who I think he was just, like, the tight end three last year because he scored so many touchdowns. And he came out of nowhere.
1: Right. He was pretty good, but I, I doubt he will still throw to him this year it seems like he changes his offense quite a bit
0: what do you mean he's not gonna throw to him
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it seemed like every other ball went to him last year
2: yeah because he was open he he got a lot of (laughs) of touchdowns and i think like i don't think he was an exceptional talent i think he was schemed for but also the packers haven't really done anything at tight end right so he's still gonna be there like, are other teams going to be able to stop him this year? I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'll be curious to see Cobb this year, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Cobb but too. yeah, that's my thought on tight ends. To me, it's you either have Kelsey or you don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kelsey is like, this is the year where I feel like his value is seriously going to start to decline. Not because of lack of production. But just because of his age, right? Like, he's gonna turn into a Gronk type character pretty soon. Where like, yeah, he's might produce in his twilight years, but he's not a dynasty asset that like like a Kittle that you can like hold on to and feel good about. Yeah, he's a win now piece, right? Like, I think, I mean, I think his price is probably what he was sold for from Kyle at the time. <laughs> That's his price like, now. Like a first. a first
2: round pick now. I don't yeah. think you'd get him for a single for you definitely wouldn't get him from Nick for a single first round pick. Unless I think you I think it would take two firsts to get him from Nick. Unless not it was joking. from
0: a tanking team, right? But why would right. a tanking team ever want that? So yeah, exactly. you would probably have to do like a first and a second to get him.
2: What about a first and Mark Andrews? Uh, Tillipa right now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
0: are, like do some sort of like shadow Nick situation. There we go. Shadow that felt like a conversation where you were Who just knows if to... this
2: offer was even real. <laughs>
0: now I'm you I'm on
2: the shadow league. you're like random <laughs> that came up. <laughs> so but that
1: that's a good point that like you know I think the league is Maybe I mean some players are so stuck on all right the future the future the future that there's not I feel like right now players are not being valued as they should because I I scroll through the red of Dynasty and people are like oh this player right now worth so much and I think it's just more people trying to win now rather than to build up for the future but I don't know if the future is two years three like wh- how many years is the future?
0: Ideally, mm-hmm. you'd be able to keep your dynasty rolling forever, but that's kind of a it's tough to do if you can't sell off your declining assets for like good value, for instance, right? Like Julio Jones is a guy that maybe someone who had been dominating for the past couple years owned. But now you're trying to get value for Julio Jones and like it's hard. you're not
2: you're not getting anything right now. You might get like a second round pick. yeah, um, but uh, the only way that you can keep dynasty rolling is if you sell people like right before their decline in value, right? But, like, why would you do that if you want to keep winning, right? Your team would have to be, like, ridiculously good for you to be able to have that luxury.
0: Nick has that luxury right now.
2: I don't think he does. I don't think he can continually sell people, like, his win-now pieces. I think he got a good deal when he sold Derrick Henry. Like, but he could have kept him. Like, that gives him one less, like, really good running back. I don't know. It is very... You basically, to have a Forever Dynasty, though, you have to be continually making winning trades and picking, like, winning people. I feel like, like, three years is, like, the window when you think about of competing. But I think why youth is overly valued at times is because it's so fun to think about like having a stud star player for like a 10 year career right that's uh, like that's your guy that's like Jonah probably why you never even think about trading AJ Brown like yeah like
0: would have to be you pretty.
2: would think about it but it would have to be uh, an overpay for sure
1: it's yeah. kind of like Lepar and Jonathan Taylor right now I think
2: yeah
0: yeah for sure, it's tough with running backs, just at how like throwaway they are right now in the league. It's like, you know, like if Saquon were to get injured again this year, God forbid. He's a guy that was the one one in our startup in 2018, and one more injury, right. and he's like worth almost zilch. So, um, running backs are very scary in that sense. Whereas you can get a guy that, like, wide receivers like bounce back all the time from from a value like i think i think like despite what you say about the michael thomas trade with godwin i think that michael thomas could come back and produce i know last pod i said that he'll never produce wide receiver one numbers again but i mean i also have been wrong because i did say the nfc east is gonna be the best division in the nfl
2: so i i think michael thomas could put up like i think mike thomas could have a longer career at this point than chris godwin even considering the ages like i don't think chris godwin is that special of a talent and michael thomas is pretty damn good like slap man <laughs> like that that maybe is a little bit of not even a hot take saying chris godwin is not a special talent right like i think he's good but yeah special I mean, is another tier
0: he was born out of the the uh the Jameis winston just chuck it offense right and then he was lucky enough to transition into the tom brady like tom brady offense which is just everyone wins so Mm -hmm. um yeah we'll see when tom brady retires which for onward's sake hopefully is never right (laughs) dude
1: tom brady looking
0: better and better every
1: year i do love that he's kind of cocky
2: now (laughs) he's always been um... cocky and he kisses oh. his kids on the lip. It's nice. Oh, yeah, he's a bad boy man. um, How many years? How many years? Two, I think. Two or three. Three. How many? How many beers? <laughs> for you and Tom Brady.
0: How many beers for you to hook up with Tom Brady? With Tom Brady. Yeah.
2: How tall is he? <laughs> Probably six
0: three, six
2: four. Okay. Okay. I think that would be more intimidating if you're hooking up with a dude and he was really tall. that no good. I no right, way, I'm no.
0: Paul Derek into this podcast. <laughs>
2: he, he's 6'4. He's 6'4. Okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> Specimen. You have um, Antonio Brown, too, right? I have Antonio Brown. You kind of got a bad boy squad over there, dude. <laughs> I got him for cheap. <laughs> you got him for cheap. <laughs> what do you mean you got him for cheap? He I did. got him for cheap. Like, he picked Buff off waivers? No, you
2: drafted his ass. And then, he, and then traded from Duncan for him.
1: Yeah, I think I gave him, like, a third or second or something.
2: Oh, jeez. It's cheap, and you got him now. I think he could have a sneaky good year this year, for real.
1: Absolutely.
2: Imagine oh. if one of Godwin or Evans was hurt or traded. And then Antonio Brown is running around out there, like, that Week 17 game where he got, like... Twenty-five points, fantasy points or something.
0: I mean, who are the guys? Like, it's Stevie Johnson is in there. Um, that right? That's Stevie
2: TV. Johnson, who's that?
0: Isn't that their like the other guy in there, the rookie?
2: <laughs> Tyler Johnson. He was a rookie Johnson. last year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that something that you guys think about? Um,
0: Stevie Johnson is a wide receiver, but he's on the Bills, or he was on the Bills. <laughs> wow, he's thirty-five years old. He was on the Bills a very long time ago. <laughs> Stevie Johnson, <The> rookie. <laughs> He's out of rookies, 35.
2: What were you saying, Anwar?
1: Uh, I was saying, if you guys think back to when we first traded however many years ago, like, what would you pick instead in hindsight? I always think of it, I'm like, should I get, like, Mahomes now? Or should I, like, get McCaffrey maybe, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Well, what was even the trade to get Saquon? It was Diggs and Marlon Mack, right? Saquon or AJ Brown? Saquon. It was I Edelman, it was, Saquon. Edelman, it
0: was Edelman. Edelman Ingram or first?
2: Oh, so yeah, that was uh, that was like before we understood trading. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Seriously, but, like
2: the, the whole good first friend. year.
0: I <laughs> was thinking trade. I actually still think Kelsey in a first was worse than that because no Ed- way. Edelman and Ingram were pretty good, and um, the first turned into Jerry Judy.
2: Well, the first turned into half of well, first turned into one of Tyreek or Delvin.
0: Yeah, but I mean you, that pick went to Jerry Judy. So assuming you yeah. sit on that pick, it's Jerry Judy, Edelman, and Ingram for Saquon. Considering Saquon is now like very hurt and he hasn't played any games from a value standpoint.
2: Considering now, yeah, if we if we take into account the history, it's a fine trade. I'm not trying <laughs> even to... then. It's not, dude. <laughs> ah oh, jonah i'm not trying you're to no longer running the podcast all right you're out
0: we're getting we're at 46 <laughs> minutes by the way nice i don't know how that happened i think we talked for the, about the shadow league for the first half hour
2: uh, we still have more time to talk about which it is more. real <laughs> it is real i'm gonna
0: upload like a three-hour podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just like a joe rogan podcast where it just keeps going forever
0: yeah we're gonna yeah we're like i think halfway in the joe rogan po- podcast is where they start to light the the blunts and <laughs> pour the whiskey
2: all right get the delta eight
0: <laughs> grab it i don't know anything about that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that
2: who is that bloke
0: all right Anmar. so who's winning the league this year Darth Mando's theme is pretty good. Whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa all right, I'm bleeping that out.
1: <laughs> it's uh pretty good. You know, the one person that could potentially beat him just needs to pull the trigger and get the thing.
2: <laughs> oh no! Anwar, you cornered me on the podcast.
1: <laughs> the fact that Jonah started laughing just tells me that. Oh the real. no,
0: dude! <laughs> I've cut knows, this all out of the podcast. He knew. He slowed down
1: you. He smiled off. before you even heard it.
2: We could uh it might be a long podcast, but we could go until we work the trade out.
0: <laughs> Just <to> hammer <laughs> it out right here. <laughs> uh, all right. well That I,
2: would uh that would be curious, but oh well, who do you got who do you got top four teams then? Because I feel like it could be anybody like winning out of these strong groups.
1: Um, I think about it more of who, which specific players care mm-hmm. me. Like the combination, I think Duncan's team is pretty good. Uh, I think Dax gonna have a really good year.
0: Yeah. It will just be
1: a matter of uh, like seeing the city com- connection. I think that could be pretty explosive. Depending, uh, Justin Fields. I mean, he could be amazing. Who knows? Who... Yeah so I think Duncan's team has a pretty good shot. Um, You know, I, I think Nake, of course, has a good team. I, I still think Mandos is probably a little bit stronger normally. Um, I think Eubank have a pretty good team, too, but you need that stud running back. I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, if you uh, want to compete against McCaffrey, you got to open the door.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got to open the wallet, is what you're saying. <laughs> you,
1: you know, sometimes to win, you
0: got to invest.
2: <laughs> you got to spend money to make money, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere along those lines. Uh, I, feel like I think you have one team here in the top four teams. Uh, I, I think LBC
1: could, be, could be good, but he a lot of his guys is like, a, like a lot of upside it's just a matter of how quick that upside hits if it hits i mean i'm a firm believer that real numbers versus upside it's uh, kind of needed to balance a team mm-hmm. but he does have rogers and rogers is trying to say fuck you all i am the best so we'll see
2: yeah he could have another another like mvp level season pretty easily it's yeah. Like every everybody's back, right? Other than like Jamal Williams.
1: Ah, uh, you guys just spoke with him, but how is Eric feeling about his team? God, he's sunshine guy.
2: Yeah, I think he feels pretty good. He he, I like where he's at. Like he has a lot of high upside players, and then he still has yeah. three firsts. So like his wide receivers, he has so many people with upside in the wide receiver room. But like, I feel like he needs one more year, and then. All of those guys, like the whoever the actual studs are, like will come out for next season. But his team will kind of be in a close to the same spot as Kevin's, where he could use like absolutely sure things. like hopefully he gets some sure thing players throughout the season. but he'll probably have to trade for like an established running back. Like I don't think you can do it with just rookies.
1: I think so too but different mindsets i think i'm gonna have a run for it
0: people are sleeping on well you made the playoffs last year right
2: yeah you got fourth last year
0: it's better than i did and i thought i was gonna win it all i mean i would i would have won the final game against
1: any of the contenders
2: that's that's like keeps you up at night because that's what the first year for me was the same thing. Where if I would have started, if I would have started the right person in the semifinal, I would have won the finals too. It's it's nightmares.
1: Yeah, it really is. But that's what's fun about fantasy. We can pretend we know all these things, and we know nothing.
0: If I would have put odds on the playoffs last, last year, before going into them, I would have put it like. Minus 500 on par winning at all. And the fact that he didn't win at all shows how fickle uh, fantasy is. Could be anyone. Could be you, Anwar. Could be me. Could be Ben. <laughs> that, absolutely not anyone in the Shadow League, though.
2: Are you sure it could be you? Because I didn't see your name said in the top four.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> this is a Stephen A. Smith type character over here. He doesn't know <laughs> what he's talking about.
1: I don't know. I mean, you're out of the shadow. Russell's here. pretty good. <laughs> if Saquon actually plays for once in the past three years, he might be good.
0: There's no way. Bob like, is pretty good. if you think about it, if Saquon's career ends now, that's like a thirty for thirty type like documentary <laughs> that's going to be written about him. Yeah, and I I'm, I would actually agree with that. And I'm gonna take that bet that he's not gonna do- get a documentary written about him. All right. Clip that. AJ Brown
1: is so good.
0: Yeah, Stephon Diggs also pretty good. <laughs> that was actually probably one of like the most inconsequential trades of all time, <laughs> because because Stephon Diggs was so good, and AJ Brown also pretty good. You got Marlon back <laughs> out of it though. That's uh,
1: I would say I came up on top because points wise by itself, Diggs has produced more.
0: Yeah, but have you seen the picture of AJ Brown and DK Metcalf though?
1: I mean, he, they're swole. But... They're right
0: <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to try and nip this guy in the bud. We're getting close to an hour here. Anwar, I'm going to give you a soapbox. Do you have anything else you would like to tell the crowd about fantasy, life in general, the Shadow League? No. The
1: stock market. I, mean, I think the Shadow League needs to start paying
0: attention. <laughs> Alright. On that, <laughs> I'm gonna end it. Shadow League, you better watch your freaking back, man. Thanks for joining us, Anwar. I can't uh, yeah. wait to see you, what you do this year. Uh, it's gonna be good. Thank you for joining us. It was, this is probably one yeah. of my favorite podcasts that I've recorded. I agree. This has been a lot of fun. This is great. Probably
2: by
1: the time this gets uh, out there, we'll see Ben with a whip.
0: With a who? With a, with a team ready to take it out. Uh, oh, alright. Yeah, right.
2: okay. right, thanks, guys. <laughs>